0: So, uh, I don't know how we ever let things get this far. My son uh, had to be killed and your son had to be killed. The reason I'm doing that is because I was listening to the end of the excellent Greg Kelly show, which I enjoy. Uh, I may enjoy it more than he does when he gives it. Or he seems to enjoy it a lot. But they had a question about The Godfather. And uh, I think I know everything about The Godfather. You know, I actually played the part. You don't know that. Nobody knows it because there's Rudy censorship. But I thought I did an excellent job. Uh, I played it um, the last year that I was mayor. It was my last in a circle. And uh, I used to always take a Broadway play and with the help of um, Elliot uh, Cooker, my good friend, and uh, Sonny Mendel, my uh, press secretary, who is, has, has a tremendous sense of humor, and Elliot was, was an is is a very good actor and writer, we would adapt the uh, the um, play to be a spoof on the reporters at City Hall, who spend the most of the time at that function making fun of you the mayor adams just did it i think about a week or two ago he did it in an in, in interview context in which he went back after the after that but you would change it and uh and i did uh, man i had the greatest fun with that i i i got to act with julie andrews how about that i got to act with um jerry lewis how about that i got to play marilyn monroe um uh, I was uh, uh, kissed and uh, sex- sexually uh, harassed by Donald Trump. <laughs> I could use that someday, huh? Yeah, we did it. We did a skit where he tried to <laughs> he tried to pick me up when I was trying to buy some jewelry. We actually we actually shot it at Bloomingdale's, uh, and I uh, I started with um, with uh, George Steinbrenner and Damn Yankees and Jerry Lewis. I had great fun. But the last year, I decided to do something I've always wanted to do, Godfather the Musical. And we switched it to, um, we did a lot of it in Albany because I always maintained that I should have been U.S. attorney in Albany because I didn't know if I could have gotten to 100% of the state assembly and legislature, but I thought I could get to a really heavy percentage. I once did an investigation of all the highway people in New York, highway chairman or whatever they are, they're they're about half Republican. They're more Republican than Democrat. And I got 49 out of 50. And the 50th really kind of... He turned us down because we were offering too little of a bribe. You you don't think that would stop me, right? So I got the FBI. It's tough to get them to spend money you know. We're talking like $10,000 bribes here, not a million... this is when there was was a good, it was the good FBI. Like we were catching some of the worst criminals in the world then. uh, Instead of framing people. And, and (laughs) investigating the hard drive for two and a half or three years when it's got crimes on it, that I could turn it into an indictment sitting at this desk right now. But in any event, I uh, did Godfather, the musical. I sang, I danced, I dressed up in the, in the tuxedo at the beginning. I even did that first, that whole first scene where he's in a tuxedo and he he's petting the cat. But I didn't throw the cat the way he did because I thought I'd have Peter problems, so I did that. I was much kinder to the cat. Well, the reason I started with the Godfather was I was listening, I was, I was listening to the Greg and they were they were in a state of some confusion about uh, what bridge does uh, uh, Salazzo and uh, the captain and Michael uh, go over when they're going to head to louis restaurant that's the name of the restaurant in the movie the restaurant where he ultimately kills you know Salazzo and the captain and uh they're supposed to go to supposed to go to louis restaurant in the bronx but all of a sudden michael sees himself headed toward new jersey he sees a sign on what everyone always thought was the, was the uh, george washington bridge because that's logically where it would be And then the guy makes a tremendous U-turn. Michael almost gives it away. He says, we're not going to the, we're going to New Jersey? And uh, Salazar looks at him kind of, um, kind of uh, like worried. And he very beautifully pulls it off by saying something like, that was a good idea. Meaning to shake a, a tail. So. The answer, the bridge, is the Queensborough Bridge. That's the bridge that was used. And Louie's uh, re- uh, restaurant, uh, in, in, uh, in, in real life, I think is um, Luna Azzurro. I think that's it. I think that's it. No, sorry. It, it was uh, Luna Azzurro in the novel. So it had three names. Uh, its actual name is the Old Lima Restaurant on White Plain Road near Gun Hill Road. In the novel, it's called Luna Azuro, Blue Moon, and in uh, the movie, it's called Louis. So there you go. There's your Godfather. Uh, important, we get things accurate about the Godfather. And when I come back, we'll talk about things that are of greater moment. But come on, you got to enjoy people who are Godfather experts. I'm pretty good. I'm not the best. I'm good at doing the parts, though. I really am, and I've always wanted to do Broadway production, major Broadway production called Godfather, the musical. We'll be back in a moment. Rudy Giuliani. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Back again, it's uh, Rudy Giuliani with The Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, I thought... I would begin by talking about. Um, it just occurred to me because, I, as I said, when I was coming over, I was listening to um, I was listening to, to Greg's show, and Greg had on uh, an excerpt from John Paul McIsaac. And this morning on the early news, the the uh, morning the morning news on WABC. Uh, there was an interview with John Paul MacIsaac, and obviously it's being done in segments. It was only about a four-minute interview, and it uh, it was like reliving history for me because he gave the description of what happened when Hunter Biden came in almost exactly like it was first given to me. And I'm, I'm interested in listening to the rest of it, and Greg replayed it. But I thought it was kind of interesting because it's on the same day that we also – uh, he talked about and had had a excerpt from Dinesh D'Souza who we had on yesterday and um, I know I know I'm gonna get all the lefties and everybody else crazy nuts and look ladies and gentlemen of the jury the election was stolen in Rudy Giuliani's mind Which is the mind of someone who, I I, I say this with humility, never lost a prosecution and prosecuted, I would think, more of the most significant criminals and criminal organizations in the 20th century than anyone. I'm just saying that to give you my gravitas or my expertise as I would if, if I were a witness on a witness stand, I'd have to swear somebody in and show that they were an expert on medicine or something well i'm an expert on prosecution uh the election was stolen there's no doubt about it Uh, it can be proven numerous ways denish dsouza's movie is definitive it's a brilliant piece of work not just by denish who is a brilliant man but by um elizabeth and the other people who worked on it and funded it and, and 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 the people who did the tracking of the cell phones. So I, I knew this, but never focused on it this way. It's always the things you didn't think of, and nor, nor would I've had the resources to do it. This was a, this was a multi million dollar job, and we had three three weeks to put together what we had, or four weeks. Uh, but it, it, it you you cannot. Dispute this unless you go right into it and find the mistakes. So, one example: you take one guy who's a mule. Each night he deposits fifteen in fifteen um, uh, depositories. Some of them paid for by Zuckerberg. Uh, and each night he has the same pattern, and it's there, traced with the pings of the of the uh, of, of the cell phone. R- right now, I'm sitting. I'm sitting right here and my my cell phone's right next to me and it's creating a ping that for at least four years you could go back and recreate and you could see where Rudy Giuliani was at that hour. So, Mule X is driving all around Georgia, right? He he starts from a, a certain location every night, which is where he picks up the ballots. Sometimes there are two or three other places where he stops to pick up ballots along the way to refresh himself, refresh. And... He then gets out, deposits them in the box. Deposits them in the box, and he might he might do a minimum of fifty. He could do as many as four hundred that night, three hundred that night. Uh, so they ha- they ultimately uh, covered two thousand of these people, mules. Uh, and it, it spanned uh, four four of the four of the key states. And in each one, they had uh, many more ballots than uh, than Biden's margin of victory. They were all in districts that were heavily, heavily Democrat. Like, Uh, I think the least would have been about 7 to 1, and the most about 8.5 to 9 to 1. So if you take out 10 ballots, you disqualify 10 ballots. Since they're anonymous, you wouldn't know which ones they were. But when you disqualify it, you just take a ballot out. So you're minus one. So if you're minus 10, then Trump picks up, what? Seven, eight, eight votes, right? Well, it might not be that many, so maybe, maybe because it might be uh, three out of 10. So you, so then he picks up six or seven votes. But these are these are places where he picks up votes very quickly because Biden's margin of victory was so great. In each case, he picks up way more votes than Biden's margin of victory, which means he won that state. Now, I will tell you that that is only one of four or five other, uh, three other methods where substantial amounts of votes were, were, were illegally included. And maybe one of 12 or 15 ones where just small amounts of votes were included. Like, not every state had large numbers of dead people voting, but almost every state had dead people voting. Uh, Some states had a lot of -of out-of-state voting. I think that was true in Arizona. Well, we'll be back, and we'll be on the subject of a new plan in New York to provide for abortion for illegal immigrants. And my son Andrew Giuliani will join me to discuss it. We'll be right back. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, they're, they're, th- this is a question I would like uh, to ask each of the uh, gubernatorial candidates. And I invite them all to call in and give me their answer and, and stay on, you know, and have a full discussion and i will do, i will treat them exactly the way i treat the one i have on right now andrew giuliani andrew
1: how are you there dad How's I, uh, how's everything I'm going okay. in atlanta there i know you're fighting for vernon jones which is absolutely great yeah yeah we're, uh, vernon
0: vernon who was so helpful to us i i can't help but you know drive through uh, atlanta and think about the spots where they dropped off the ballots <laughs> where the mules dropped off the phony well, ballots and I just wish when well, I was when, appearing bef- before the election, I had that evidence. Wow, that had been great.
1: Well, whenever, whenever I get the questions about uh, evidence when it comes to uh, election integrity, um, there's no response from you know the Pravda media about why the videos of the ballots coming out at eleven a eleven p.m. after Republican right, poll right, watchers right. were told to leave, um, what that was supposed to mean. So, so to me, I, I would just. I'd love to hear a response from the New York Times, the Washington Post, uh, or uh, frankly, you know, their, uh, their rabbis at, at the DNC about what that video actually was. Because uh, we know that video is absolutely real, not doctored at all. Uh, and uh, there's been no response to it. The response is to it. They can reproduce
0: the video. I mean, they could they, they pick, uh, let's say, just Georgia. It wouldn't, wouldn't be that big a job. They can go get the yeah. pings themselves. And they can yeah. see did yeah. they did they ac- accurately show, you know, Joe blows uh, uh, drops, and were well, they actually well, at, at exactly where uh, where the, uh, the 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 box was? They could even also go look at the the videos available at public property. They could look at the video to see if they doctored the video. How about the woman who has gloves on when she puts them in?
1: Well, one so, of the biggest questions that I get on the campaign trail is how are you going to make sure that you have an election that we can trust come June 28th and come again on November 8th? And yeah, no drop boxes. I, I what, will what be rolling out an election integrity plan this Thursday for all of New York to see. Uh, and I think that probably leads us into what, what you wanted to talk about originally, which is, um, you know, the funding for illegal yeah, immigrants now, so, for so we ha- we have in New
0: York. A, we, We have a member of the assembly named Jessica Gonzalez Rojas, who is introducing a bill and, and Hochul has already put in 35 million to expand New York abortion. Now we're spending uh, 220 billion, including the 4 billion for her stadium that she got shook down for. So 220 billion compared to Florida's 97 billion. And we're going to pay for abortions. For every citizen in New York as well as anybody who wants to come to New York, including illegal immigrants yeah we'll, we'll gonna remember we'll be we'll yeah. become the uh, kill, killing baby capital of the world
1: yeah and look this is a state assembly that has shown time and again uh, that they care I should say they they don't care about New Yorkers rights they continue to cede their power and obviously there's a city council who allowed would be up to 800,000 illegal immigrants to vote in our city races over here. That didn't go through the state assembly specifically because in the state assembly, in this New York state constitution, it's very clear that New Yorkers, uh, that citizens of New York have the right to vote. But again, this is a state assembly who just a few years ago celebrated late term abortion by lighting up the Empire State Building. Just one of the most disgusting things you could imagine. I believe they lit up Niagara Falls as well. Uh, but to think about a child at thirty nine and a half weeks and then celebrating your abortion it's it's disgusting. it's, yeah, it's one Andrew. of those things that I think as human beings, uh, regardless of of party, we should all agree that nothing to celebrate when you're killing a life like that. And I have to tell you, um, you know when I saw my baby girl on the uh, ultrasound for the first time, I knew my greatest duty as uh, a human being was to protect her life with everything that I had.
0: Oh, that's wonderful, Angie. Well, you you don't know how proud it makes me as a father to see what a good father you are and what a good mother Z is. You're wonderful parents and that baby that baby is gonna have a wonderful life because you can be loved so much. And you know, it really it really gets me too when I see the uh Kathy Barnett, who's running for the Senate in uh Pennsylvania, in a very tight race with Emmett Odds and um and she, she uh she was the product of a rape. Her yeah. mother was eleven years old, if I remember correctly. And she said, you know, if you had that rule, uh and people applied it, abortion uh no abortion except for rape, I wouldn't be here. I mean it is a life. It's not the it's not it's not the fault of the of the of the baby. <laughs> so I mean these are very tough issues and I think they should be approached without anger. They should be approached as These are intellectual, moral, religious, medical. These are serious, serious issues about when is a child really born, when they become a person. And to have these like protests.
1: Who who is that? Yeah, it 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 is. uh, Like you said, these are issues that have become and understandably so, uh, you know, led by emotion and not by reason. Uh, But, you know, look, I, I look at. Uh, what, what my duty is uh, as a father, again, is the most important thing is to protect my baby's life. And that was I felt that from the first time I saw her on the ultrasound more than 30 weeks before she was actually born. So let's say, uh, let's think, say a bill I, I think like think this, you mentioned this. You mentioned this on your radio show a couple of weeks ago. But it's, uh, you know, returning uh, a moral ethic back to our country, I think, in so many ways. Yeah, and, Cardinal
0: and, uh, O'Connor felt that way. That this.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, what would you do if such a bill was – if they passed a bill, let's let's just make it simple. They passed a bill. Bill said, like uh, we do for health care. We give health care to illegal immigrants. So now we're going to pay for their abortions. What would you do if such a bill were passed?
1: Well, I I think we would immediately – I would immediately veto it. Uh, It would have an immediate veto, and if that bill is passed and signed uh, by Kathy Hochul – uh, then we would start exploring on January first, twenty twenty three, uh, how to repeal that bill uh, immediately.
0: Yeah, uh, she. I, I think she's getting ready to sign it because she she already has put up uh, a lot of the money for it, and I don't see I her having also. the the courage to fight the uh, crazy. Uh, I mean, this is this is what has really turned me off completely about abortion, and ch- and uh, yeah, I, I was willing to. To, to accept it as a legal matter for the first three months and uh, because I felt, well, in a society you should have some room. But they've gone so far to, like you say, to celebrate killing a child one day before it comes out of the womb. Well, that's yeah, going too it's, far.
1: It's unconscionable. It, it really is, and I think, uh, you know, like you said, we need to re- return an ethics to, uh, to our state, to our country. Uh, this is something that is sacred, and you know I hear so much in the Democratic Party the idea of protecting uh, the most vulnerable. Well, who's more vulnerable than the life that's inside the womb that doesn't have a they voice? Don't count. Uh, the De- Democratic
0: I... Party only counts lives that they feel uh, you know will vote for them, like uh, all the, all the people that die in Chicago every weekend or New York or whatever. Black lives matter never says anything about. They don't matter, and then if there's some. And
1: the sad, the sad thing to to that point is, you know, if you look and see where most of the Planned Parenthoods are, uh, they are the majority of Planned Parenthoods uh, are in Black and African American and Hispanic neighborhoods. It's uh, you know a very sad thing, and and uh, you know as we've seen abortions rise over the last thirty forty years in our country, um, unfortunately we haven't seen. Uh, a continued rise we've seen a, a decrease uh, i should say an increase in single parent families so it, you certainly can't point to uh, a congruency between uh, abortions and killing life uh, and a reduction in single parent families it's actually quite the opposite well, so uh, a I'd lot I'd love of to get
0: your opponents on also on this because
1: i, I think they they don't want to, because a lot of the talking points from the I don't want to assume the their response but this is a is, matter of life and death
0: and it affects the African American community about six times more than the white community. Uh, well, and, Andrew, thank you. And I, cer-
1: I you. certainly and, hope that Lee, Rob, and Harry come on on this because this is very important.
0: Well, yeah, I'd like to have you all come on. But uh, you have a great, you have a great, uh, a great, a great night. And keep, keep fighting. Yeah. You're doing a good and keep job. keep
1: fighting for Vernon down there. It's very important. <laughs> and your, your, yeah. your granddaughter Vernon... is, is chirping as we speak. So.
0: I thought that she was in the background. Next time I'm going to interview her.
1: Okay, she might be my lieutenant governor. She seems to make more sense than a lot of people.
0: Her, so. <laughs> well, thank you, Andrew. I I just ha- I just have to point out because I just see it right in front of me here that Jankowitz, who is I I call, uh, uh, well I won't tell you what I call. Her. I'm going to be nice today. Uh, Jankowicz, who's the head of disinformation. I, that, 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 Couldn't they even come up with a better name, less Orwellian, less 1984, less fascist? She was one of the biggest purveyors of disinformation in the last 10 years in possibly the most significant corruption case we have had in the United States, and that is the attempt to frame President Trump for for Russian disinformation. It's now even clear that Obama knew about it, and that Obama knew that Hillary was putting money into a plan to create a false story of, of Trump connections with Russia that didn't exist at all. And he knew it before he left the White House. And they all participated in helping it by, uh, by revealing the identities of people and creating <laughs> a penumbra of corruption, like they say in uh, – in the uh, Roe v. Wade decision, but it, Jankowitz was the num was like the number one spokesperson for Russian disinformation. The Russian disinformation being that they were involved with Trump. Oh, at just just the tip of the iceberg, and we're going to expect her to be anything other than the head of censorship. I mean, disinformation is another Orwellian uh, doublespeak. Uh, for Democrats, this information is uh, the truth, like um, Trump really won Georgia. And if you look at the movie and count up the votes, you're going to see it. Um, Trump had nothing to do with Russia. Uh, Trump conversation with the president of Ukraine about investigating uh, crime was a real crime at the highest levels of both governments, that is completely uh, uh, and conclusively proven by the hard drive that they um, at least that part of it they continue to hide from the public uh, also it was it was interesting to hear, as I said earlier, John Paul Isaac and Denish Souza, both on at, at the same time. So let me take a call let me take one from uh, how about is it Rabone
1: Rabone.
0: Rob Mohn. how are you?
1: Hey, how's it going, Rudy? I called you Good. last year. Anyway, quick question. You've seen the laptop, correct?
0: It was first given to me. I was the first one to get it.
1: Was there criminality and corruption on it?
0: <laughs> uh, I would say more than I've ever seen in any one document in my life, having prosecuted thousands of cases. It is filled with crimes.
1: And the FBI has – they have a copy, correct?
0: The FBI's handling of it is nothing short of corruption.
1: Now, if the Republicans – You can't
0: escape – if you're dumb, you can't escape the uh, 10-year felony for signing an affidavit saying he was not uh, addicted to drugs. When he had been addicted to drugs for 20 years, he had been in and out of drug rehab uh, 10 times – there was a picture of him uh, uh, pu- puffing on a uh, crack pipe t- five days before he signed that false statement. And I think he may have been in a rehab at the time that he sold it and, and he kind of like uh, was – no, he wasn't. He, but he right around that time, he was going to a rehab. So the statement is a straight-out perjury. He got the gun. You'd go to jail for it for sure particularly in a state like New York that contr- and, and a U.S. attorney's office like New York that enforces gun laws very strictly. Liberals are in favor of enforcing those laws very strictly. This is as uh, sh- cut and dry a case as you're ever going to find. He says under oath he's not an addict. There are a thousand pictures of him doing drugs, and there are records of him being in rehab. You could prove that case in half a day. And it's a 10 year felony. It's not fooling around. That's right on it. There's child pornography on it, ignored by the FBI where where there's an obligation to go to the home because it could be ambiguous as to where it came from and whatever, but you got to go to the home to protect the child. I I don't know that they ever did that. And when I went to see the Delaware police and said, what the hell did you ever do about it? I got a look on their face. Like, are you crazy? We're going to mess around with the Bidens. And now you uh, so, uh, yeah, the hard job. But then then it gets much more, much more intricate than that. I mean, you could do a whole RICO case out of it. The Biden crime family. You got you got money coming from Iraq. You've got money coming from uh, we all we all know about Ukraine. We got just a just a tip of the iceberg of Russia at three point five million. I assure you, it's the tip of the iceberg. I can't prove the rest, but I know the rest. In a form in which I I don't feel comfortable describing it because I'm not absolutely certain, and and finally you got the big one with China, which is the 1.5 billion dollar commitment to a private equity fund that included Whitey Bulger's nephew, and then you have the 31 million of which uh, Joe, according to his son, in 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 a text, uh, got half half of that. Plus, in one deal, he got an extra 10% for the big guy. And then you have all of the uh, tax in which the money is being moved around by Eric Schwerin, who was put in the grand jury a couple of days ago. Eric was put in charge of how, in essence, Hunter takes care of all the expenses out of this money. And still, they can square up and keep account of the half that belongs to Joe. I suspect that has something to do with the eleven million. All of a sudden, shows up as income for him, uh, the day the day after he walks out of the White House. I mean, that's that's, uh, but I, but the money was flowing through in different ways uh, for thirty years. Yeah, that's what it shows, and that's what people are lying to you about. And when uh, they they have done a good job of covering up probably uh, the biggest corruption scheme that any American presidents have ever been involved in. And they've done a really good job of coming up the stolen election and trying to make all of us who talk about it sound like we're crazy, we're out of our minds. You go look at this movie, and you tell me we're crazy and we're out of our minds. So there's there's a lot more coming, by the way. I mean, it, it it isn't the tip of the iceberg by any means. It's a very substantial piece of proof. But it might be, in some states, it might just account for a quarter Of the vote stolen or half there are other things equally scientifically proved that'll be coming along so don't if they if we don't crack through on this one to everybody eventually we will like we did with russian collusion that that was just totally made up and untrue he never had a damn thing to do with russia well we'll be back in just a few minutes for the mayor's final thoughts. And hopefully we get a call or two in also. The Rudy Giuliani Show. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with the Mayor's Final Thoughts sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. That's T, the number, 2T.org. Please, pledge and make your $11 contribution per month to T2T because it will be used to assist families who have lost loved ones, uniformed members who die in the line of duty, or those who have been catastrophically injured and need what we call smart homes, you know, homes that can accommodate someone without any arms and legs. So let's take one more question before I get to my final thoughts because we haven't had enough time today for questions. Uh, I'd like to talk to Joe in Newburgh. Joe, did I lose you up there? Hello. Then we'll go to La- Joe. Yeah. So what's up Joe? How are you? Good. Oh, okay.
1: in Jamaica, nineteen seventies. Serious <laughs> problem. They set up a
0: gun court. Nothing but gun violations. It was located in a local jail. And they just went after guns? That one court. Focused yeah, on that's guns. Why do we have a drug
1: court? Why don't we have a gun court?
0: And what as far said?
1: as this no bail thing is concerned, Handout report after adjournment. Trial probation.
0: Hey, I, I should have put you on the debate, Andrew. It sounds like you're ready to be a, a gubernatorial candidate, my friend. I'll, I'll vote for you. What you're talking about is exactly what we need to straighten out our state. Gun control. Is another one of those issues like abortion that it gets completely politicized and nobody ever thinks about it logically. So logically, you're not going to have much impact on the behavior of a criminal with gun control because they're not controlled. Like they don't go fill out an application for a gun. Occasionally they do what Hunter did. They lie on the application, but they don't even bother to do that. I mean, Hunter Hunter Biden was not a street criminal. He was a white collar, massive uh, corrupt criminal, uh, you know. I I can't say not his fault because he was an addict. M- my uh, uh, anger goes much more toward his father, who let him uh, do that from uh, the time he was a young man, uh, when he was a, when he was a, obviously a very very uh, fragile young man uh, an, with an addictive personality. Uh, I as as a father, uh, I I I, I, I I can't even fathom using a son like that. And if you're a crook like Biden is, you got so many crooks in Washington, Joe, that would help you. Gosh almighty, you probably got more of them than you have people that wouldn't. You know what a cesspool it is. I mean, you were a big part of it. Now you're the leader of it. Well, my final thought is going to, again, be about abortion and about please thinking about it seriously and please do something about what's being done to those justices those are those are those are men and women, all of them right and left, who try their hardest to find the right decision. I get angry at them sometimes as a lawyer, all lawyers do because I think they're wrong but i I uh, respect them immensely and uh to see them put under pressure so this decision could in any way be affected by threats of violence uh I'm going to say it could turn out to be worse than January 6th. Let's see, because there's a lot more to learn about January 6th, by the way. So, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless America.